And we are live and we are back. Let's go. I'm Corey, your host. One half of the Gordon Full Effect Podcast. And I'm back like I never left with another installment of Money Mindset here. On the Gordon Full Effect Podcast, we discuss health and wealth, finance and fitness. I forgot what I was going to say. And everything in between. And we want to make sure you save more and save less and keep making better your best. Yes, yes. However, my co-host Jordan, we went on paternity leave. How long has Jordan been on paternity leave? We talked. Jordan's got to get back on here. At this, at this point in time, we got to figure something out. We started Wealth Wednesdays, which is now Money Mindset, where we get straight to the financial information, no filler in between. And I know y'all see the topic of today's video. We're going to talk. It's the beginning of the year. Definitely it's February. I know I missed last week. I had some stuff come up, but I know y'all still, still saw the videos drop. Y'all see the topic of today's video. We're going to get into paycheck to paycheck. I'm still waiting for the bank rate article to drop. Let me see if it's dropped yet. What they talk about? How many people have like $400 or whatever it is? Still hasn't dropped yet. Come on, Bank Craig. Everybody's waiting on y'all. Oh, wait. They did it seven days ago. All right, bet. So we got that queued up. But we're going to get in paid to paycheck. I told y'all not only I'm going to start doing more articles, but then I'm going to start possibly having more articles as far as on the same topic, which we're going to do one article today that's pretty lengthy from Forbes. And then we're going to get into some more articles on the coming up um, episodes about living paycheck to paycheck, just to get some different aspects. And today we're going to talk about in general, people living paycheck to paycheck, but then we're going to get into the high earners that are living paycheck to paycheck as well. So today we're going to see why people are struggling, you know, outside of debt, right? Let's see how much it talks about that. But before we get started, make sure you comment, like, share, and subscribe. Shout out to the YouTube algorithm. Make sure you leave those rating reviews on the podcast platforms as well. My information as well as my coach Jordan, information can be found in the description. And one day it will be a pinned comment on the video. Speaking of videos, last week, dropped the video every day. Still figuring out when the schedule is going to be. I think the schedule is going to be Wednesday and Friday is when I'll do essentially an episode like now where I record a full length episode. And then on Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 7 p.m., a clip will drop. So I think that's what we're going to go with going forward. And then at some point in time, Jordan and I are supposed to record on Sunday. So. We normally do it live. So whenever Jordan and I record, we normally do it live. So it'll just post whenever we do record it. But we got to sync our schedules and figure out when it's best for us to do that. And then those clips will be, I'll figure out when it makes sense to post those clips. Maybe it'll be like 3 p.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I don't know. But all right, y'all, let's get started. Nothing nothing on student loans. Where's my car payment at? Nothing on car payments. Car payments, I think we updated last time. We need to do car, car payments every month. I need to know that. Do it every month. month. It says it there. All right, boom. Let's get started. Shout out to the trolls in the comments. Still going to be in a position where we respond to the comments probably for a while now. But man, people, one guy told me, he said he'd rather me be quiet than hear my misguided prattle. I had to look at what prattle was. It, it was just foolish, you know, talk. But I was like, dang, people being disrespectful. But, you know, shout out to the trolls. Shout out to, again, leave the comments. It's all the same. Just don't violate the YouTube guidelines whatever the rules are y'all can say whatever you want in the comments but if you get taken down or anything like that that's because youtube didn't like what you said jordan and i are never going to take anything down because we don't care that much but just for that's on the record all right here we go y'all let's get into people living paycheck to paycheck again we're gonna go to forbes forbes is like forbes is like the second good old faithful I don't know who good old fit. Good old faithful is CNBC. I don't know who second place is. Maybe I need to go back and watch episodes and see how I do the second most. We're going to get into Forbes today. Again, survey how many Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Now, before we get into it, and this is by Becky Pokora. I tell y'all, these 
there are so many names in the world, obviously, but how come all the writers' names that I get for these articles are usually so damn hard? And she's Forbes advisor staff. I want I want to say this before we get into the survey to see how many people they actually surveyed. A lot of people say, you know, it's anecdotal information from your own experience. Most of the time, these surveys don't have like tens of thousands of people. This is going to talk about how many Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. There are over 300 million Americans. For working Americans, let's just call it 200 million. They probably did a couple of thousand people. I'd be surprised if they did 10,000. But when you look at these articles, we have these surveys, and when we say how many people live in paycheck to paycheck or whatever the statistics are, they don't interview or survey that many people based on the population as far as how many they could actually survey. It's sort of like voting. I think maybe half of registered voters actually vote, even though, you know, over 100 million people vote. But when we say, you know, whatever the data is, statistics are, it's not like all these people were interviewed to get this information. All right. And again, this was updated December 1st, 2023. All right. Editorial note, we earned a commission from a partner like Forbes advisor. Okay. For links. Anyways. All right, here we go. We're going to get key takeaways. This, this is going to be a lengthy one. We're not going to look at table contents. We're going to get to it. All right. Amid rocketing housing costs, rising inflation, other economic pressures, Americans are feeling the pinch. Wages don't always increase in tandem with higher living costs, leading to widespread trend of living paycheck to paycheck. Hold on. Yo. My monitor turned a little bit too much. Okay. So, Forbes advisor did a survey. Cool. Americans finding situation alarming. Two in five. 40.7% respondents reported they're living paycheck to paycheck. Almost half of people are living paycheck to paycheck, according to this Forbes advisor article. Okay, here we go. Look at the prominent cases and impacts. Okay, so for key takeaways. Okay, again, 40%, like we said, nearly half of respondents, 49%, selected the cost of essential living expenses, including things like housing utilities. That's the primary reason they're living paycheck to paycheck, rather than unexpected expenses of social pressures. Outside of the unexpected expense of that student loan that you got for your social pressure. Anyway, of those living paycheck to paycheck, 77% don't have enough in emergency savings to cover one month of expenses. So here we go. I don't know how many people they survey, but they're saying almost 80% of people don't have one month of savings in their emergency fund for their expenses. Most common non-essential budget item, whether or not one is living paycheck to paycheck, is spending on entertainment, okay? Leisure activities, lifestyle, with about 20% of respondents selecting this option, 84% of those. A lot of people, even though that says 20%, most people don't admit how much their lifestyle is screwing them financially. So even though it says 20%, most people's main issue is how much they're spending on their lifestyle. And they won't admit how much you actually need to be able to afford their lifestyle they're living. Shout out to keeping up with the Joneses. That's the thing. We say 20% of people, then we complain about how many people are keeping up with Joneses, which is why they're living paycheck to paycheck. 84% of those, okay, indicated that they use credit cards to cover expenses. See here. See, almost everyone admitted that they use credit cards to cover their expenses, but then they're going to talk about only 20% of response talking about their lifestyle is impacting their budget. You're not putting your mortgage or your rent. I mean, you can, but you're not putting your mortgage and your, your rent. You can't put utilities and things like that. But most of the necessities as far as expenses are not put on credit cards. So people who live in paycheck to paycheck to cover expenses, you know, stuff pops up every now and then, medical bills, whatever that is. But let's be clear, it's a lot of lifestyle on these credit cards. Nearly 30% of respondents living paycheck to paycheck utilize <laughs> and they buy now, pay later, which is just a credit card without having you get approved for a credit card. This They said there's 30% use buy now, pay later to cover everyday essentials, such as groceries or gas. How are you... Gas doesn't cost that much. 
I think buy not pay late on anything. I would say anything under hundred dollars should be illegal. I'm about to start saying things should be illegal because it makes no sense. I saw one. Was the day was it Dave Ramsey's show? No, it was a uh, Caleb Ham- Hammer. Shout out to Caleb Hammer, and he said the guy was making forty something thousand dollars a year. He's making like thirty three thousand or something like that. Um, take home, and he had a truck payment for like a Ram twenty five hundred for like twelve hundred and seventy one dollars, something crazy like that. And his interest rate was like twelve percent. I'm like that loan. It should be illegal for him to get approved for that loan because there's no way there's no way it makes any type of financial sense ethically for him to get that loan for a car payment. No mortgage or rent. That's one thing. But a car payment being over a third of your take home pay. Come on now. What are we talking about? Perhaps more. Yeah. So anything over $100 buy now pay later. When I see like, hey, you can do buy now pay later for this $43 purchase on Amazon. It's like, what? Okay. Perhaps more telling 46% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. They said that they wouldn't be able to afford their current lifestyle. <laughs> okay, so this is, again, I don't read these articles ahead of time. Oh, I forgot to say. This is for entertainment purposes only. Don't sue me, sue your mama, myself, no Jordan or fitness or finance professionals. Anything you hear is for entertainment purposes only. Anything, any before you take any action, you need to seek out a professional. Jordan and, not, and I are not fitness or finance professionals. Whatever the disclaimer is, don't sue me, sue your mama. I'm already into it, so I forgot. I know I forgot to do something. But look how this is saying 46% of Americans who are living paycheck to paycheck say that they wouldn't be able to afford their current lifestyle with buy now, pay later options. But then they're saying 20% of the respondents selected entertainment and leisure activities, which is lifestyle as the reason they're struggling. So like, this is where if you can't afford your lifestyle without buy now, pay later, then more than 20%, this, this is what I talk about where the data gets conflicting. It's like, I guess it's a survey. So you don't know who, who answered these questions, but I mean, that's, that's more than double people essentially saying they're using credit cards for their lifestyle whatever astonishing 35 percent of those living paycheck to paycheck are planning to move to a more affordable state or country what country y'all moving to to avoid living paycheck to paycheck in the future how are you gonna never mind if you don't have any money how are you gonna move to another country okay majority of americans income doesn't exceed their expenses for majorities, that's over 51% or 50%. Say their expenses is higher than their income. No, not sure. I operate on a deficit every month. Y'all on the red every month. 40% of respondents report living paycheck to paycheck. So we got 29% saying income does not cover standard expenses. What standard expenses? Then we got 40% saying income covers expenses with nothing left over. And then we got 30% saying income exceeds expenses by a comfortable amount. So we got 70% of Americans saying their income is less than or equal to their expenses. What is standard expenses? That, that I hope we get into that. Okay, that data okay from our survey revealed that 41% of respondents care that we talked about. All right, while many factors could potentially contribute to this situation. Okay, nearly half, 49% living paycheck to paycheck, singled out high essential expenses like housing, insurance, and utilities. That is true. I mean, all that stuff has gone up as a primary driver. Other substantial factors were lack of budgeting or financial planning, 46%. Let's be clear. If you're not on a budget, that is your issue. And low income, 44%. Respondents were able to choose up to three causes of living paycheck to paycheck. Okay, so they got, gave them three options. Why are Americans living paycheck to paycheck? 
high monthly bills. Okay, they could pick three options, I guess, out of these options. So high monthly bills is rent, mortgage, utility, essentially a financial house. Lack of budget and financial planning, low income. Those three are all over 40%. Unexpected emergencies. That's redundant. An emergency is unexpected. Let's be very clear. <laughs> Increasing the cost of living. So that's rising. That's inflation, essentially. Social pressures. 27% said social pressures. Good God. 35% said unexpected emergencies. 31% said it. Increase of cost of living, twenty seven percent at social pressures, then six percent for medical expenses. See, wouldn't a medical expense sort of kind of be unexpected sometimes? Financial support and family members, excluding children. Yeah, stop doing that. Six percent right there, and then debt. It's only six percent of people believe that. That's why your student loans are never getting paid off, and that's why I can only even entertain forgiveness for so much. People don't view debt as an issue. Whatever. Shout out to the good dad out there. While while high expenses and low income are both challenging to adjust quickly, okay, we got we got the respondents with twenty eight percent when it comes to social pressures. Okay, lack of surplus funds cut across multiple income levels, even households earning. Okay, we get into high high quote unquote high income earners. People earning six figures may still be living paycheck to paycheck. Thirty four percent of respondents earning one hundred to one hundred fifty thousand. Thirty five percent of one fifty to two hundred and 39%, almost 200 of those earning 200000 or more describe themselves as not having any money left over after covering expenses. Isn't it scary that this is saying so 34% making 100 to 150 a living paycheck to paycheck, 35% making 150 to 200 a living paycheck to paycheck, and 39% making 200 or more a living paycheck to paycheck. So the more money you make, more money, more problems. The pe- as people's incomes are increasing from 100K to 200K plus, they're saying you have a higher percentage chance of living paycheck to paycheck. I would say that's part of the lifestyle inflation and debt and the lifestyle inflation slash debt being tied into some of these people getting too big of a house or they went and got these degrees to get these high incomes. But then obviously you have to pay these degrees back. So two people got a master's and both of y'all got student loan debts for that. I mean, that that's a lot. Then on top of that, you incorporate your mortgage payment. Come on now. That may be due to extreme prices and high cost of living reasons, like I said, family and medical expenses. Yep. Then you have add children into this mix as well. Or medical. Okay. Yeah. And, and simply unrealistic spending. Yes. Unre- there we go. This is it. It's just unrealistic spending. People are out of control, man. Surprisingly, less than 6% of respondents. Because let's be clear. Y'all be getting too many. Y'all get the iPhone too frequently. My iPhone is coming on four years old. It'll be four years old this year. And I think that's when I'm going to get a new iPhone every four years. Because they cost spending and now it's my wife and i so you know i get you know get two iphones just so we stay on the same cycle for simplicity in my head but you know anywhere from 2500 or so dollars every two years or so no the phones are designed to last longer than this now and i'm gonna use it just like a car until it stopped working get you one with you know enough storage you don't have to worry about that or just pay for the cloud storage whatever you want to do and keep it pushing, but signing up so you get the iPhone, you know, every year you're making that payment on your cell phone. It's like, my goodness, my goodness, make use of your capital better, y'all. Okay, surprising less than six percent respondents. Yeah, not surprisingly, people don't understand how debt impacts them financially. Yet most people's financial goal is to get out of debt when they sit down with somebody. Okay, six percent of respondents reported that outstanding debt was a major influence on their financial situation. People don't care about the debt. However, paying down debt to avoid accruing additional interest and eventually eliminate that monthly payment would improve someone's cash flow. Exactly. <laughs> the cognitive dissonance. People just don't understand. That's why the financial 
financial illiteracy rate or literacy rate, however you want to look at it, it's just so bad because people, people don't get it. Okay, they're saying three quarters of Americans have less than one month of expenses as emergency savings. Okay, we talked about that. Okay, how much do you have in savings? So no savings when it comes to all respondents is 3.6%. People living paycheck to paycheck is 5.5%. So one to $1,000, 27%. For all respondents, 41%. For 1,000, 2,000, then over 2,000. Jesus. And this is where $2,000 is what they're putting for the market for a monthly emergency savings. That is, and by the way, it's three to six months is a general recommendation. Everybody's expenses, to my knowledge, for three months is more than $2,000. Okay, respondents living paycheck to paycheck. I mentioned 5% for no savings, 25% for one to a thousand, 46% for a thousand, two thousand, and then 14.8% for over $2,000. So as far as the trend, the data is the same. It, more and more people have less savings as far as no savings to one to a thousand to one to two thousand then over two thousand for the podcast listener. So that all tracks out and the numbers are pretty close. So essentially people have relatively the same amount of savings. Okay. All right. We talked about that. See, that's what I, re I read the chart myself and then they do a blurb about the chart. Okay. Spending behavior of consumers who are living paycheck. Boom. Let's talk about how they're spending their money. We already talked about the debt, which they don't care about. Americans who are making ends meet even if just barely still allocate some of their budget toward non-essential purchases. Only 9% of overall survey respondents and 14% of those living paycheck to paycheck reported that they've cut out discretionary spending altogether. That's what you need to do so you can pay down your debt. That's your debt snowball right there. Your leftover amount. Suggesting they prioritize their lifestyle over... They prioritize their lifestyle over financial security. That's 14%, right? 9% overall, but 14% of people living paycheck to paycheck. But these are the ones who admitted, admitted it. Then there are the people who, when you actually look at their finances based off how they're spending their money, they prioritize their lifestyle over financial security. That number is significantly higher, i.e. when we get back to this data right here, where it's talking about how many people need buy now, pay later, but then versus how many people you know, are admitting that their lifestyle is impacting them financially. Like Some people just don't understand. All right, most common category of non-essential spending was entertainment and leisure activities. What does that mean? Okay, 20% of Americans making right purchase in these categories, dining out 15%. Okay, eating out, take out food or delivery, 14% with other selected options among, okay. Consumers living paycheck to paycheck also prioritize entertainment spending, though clothing purchases outweighed any form of dining. Y'all gonna get y'all gonna get them clothes now. How are, I, I said she spent food money on clothes. You see how she cash crops? Like spending more money on clothes than dining, than eating. See, remember, dining out, going out to eat or take out, whatever it is, food delivery, that is on top of your grocery budget. It's the amount of money people, and not to mention, I think it's roughly around 20% of food thrown away as far as people go to the grocery store. So let's just say, you know, for every dollar you spend, 20 cents is what you throw away. So you're only eating 80% of your plate as far as the grocery store? Oh, my goodness. Which non-essential items do consumers... Okay, living paycheck to paycheck, spend the most on. So now we're going to get into everything here. Um, let's see. Leisure is two point. Leisure travel is two point four percent. Miscellaneous spending, so gift hobbies, ten percent. Food takeout, eleven uh, percent. Uber and cabs, thirteen percent. Shout out to Uber. Dining out, thirteen percent. That's the same event though. Dining out and Uber, or excuse me, entertain. I mean, entertain. This is like going out to the club, whatever it is. Most people, you know, not most people, you know, you're spending the Uber. And then you got uh, clothing, 13.8%, and entertainment and leisure activities, 
20%. So I would say like Uber cabs, dining out, clothing, entertainment, leisure activities, those are just going to be all relatively the same thing in the sense of people going to buy clothes so they can go out to eat. They're going to probably catch an Uber so they can go out to eat. You know what I mean? Or to the club. Okay. 63% share they're making food at home as far as people living paycheck to paycheck or packing meals rather than ordering out. That's good. In general, they also, but how much money are you still spending though on eating out? They also claim they're cutting back on non-essential purchases, 57%, which is a small bump higher than how often those living comfortably cut back, 53%. Okay. Yeah, if you live in comfortable, you don't need to cut back as much as people on paycheck to paycheck. Duh. But their most popular option to save money was thrifting or making other secondhand purchases with 50% using this method. Okay. Credit cards are a mainstay for respondents living paycheck to paycheck. Duh. Shout to buy now, pay later. It's the same thing. Let, let me, I don't know who's ever said this, but buy now, pay later and credit cards are the exact same thing. I don't care that they track the data different. They're the same thing. They're the, they're the same thing as far as how people spend. It's not your money. And yeah, you don't have to pay interest as long as you make the payments in time. It's, it's the same thing. It is the exact same thing. How often do consumers living paycheck to paycheck rely on credit cards for expenses? 12% said always, Jesus. Often it's 39%. Sometimes it's 32%. Rarely is 9%, never 6.4. Okay, yes, most people are relying on living paycheck to paycheck, relying on credit cards. Duh, they, they live in paycheck to paycheck. Where do they get the extra money from? More commonly, their credit cards were used to pay for shopping costs, such as electronics, don't need, clothing or home goods. 61% eh. of those living paycheck to paycheck using a card for this purpose. This was followed by payments made by car for dining and entertainment, exactly, and travel expenses. 49 is 47% respectfully. I mean, the most common expenses charged to credit cards. All response is 54% for shopping. Dining is 50. Dining and entertainment is 50%. Travel is 50%. Everyday essentials is 40%. Emergency expenses is 36%. The people living paycheck to paycheck is 60% for shopping. Dining out, 48%. Travel expenses, 47 38% for everyday essentials and 36% for emergency expenses. See, 36% is what all respondents and people living paycheck to paycheck are spending on their emergency expenses. So that goes to show that most people don't have any savings. That reflects the emergency savings um, data. The fact that people living paycheck to paycheck are spending 60% on shopping, that's lifestyle right there. Yes, Americans are living off their credit cards and using that as well to cover emergencies. So you're double screwing yourself. Shout out to the high interest rate. Most 83% living paycheck to paycheck indicated feeling somewhat or very concerned about accumulating credit card debt. Okay, true. Duh. 74% of those who have budget surplus each month. Currently, only 35% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck pay their credit card bill in full each month. Yes, we know all the credit card debt. I think it's over, it's over a trillion dollars now, right? Buy now, pay later is a key financing method for those living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, because it's a way for them to use credit without actually having to get approved for it. Afterpay, Affirm, Klarna, shout out to them. Buy now, pay later services have gained popularity, allowing customers to split their purchases into monthly payments for more affordability and easier budgeting. They're, I thought they weren't budgeting. So are they budgeting or they're not budgeting? Let's be clear. Don't budget debt into your budget. Is that how you that? Don't budget debt. Don't put debt into your budget. Right? Let, let me see how I can add this debt into my budget. Don't do that. Okay. How often do those living paycheck to paycheck use buy now, pay later? Always 11%, 39% often, 28% sometimes. 5% rarely, 17% never. I, I'm, I like to see that almost 20% never use it for the survey, but you're looking at over 60% or over 70% are saying sometimes, often, or always. 78%. Yep. 
Moreover, an astonishing 46% revealed they depend on buying that pay later to sustain their lives. Okay, we talked about that earlier. Among the most frequent purchases categories were non-essential shopping. Okay, travel, we talked about that as well. Okay, here we go. Holiday spending. This was a December article, holiday article for those living paycheck to paycheck. See, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you don't, I'm saying you don't, but you should not do holiday spending, birthdays, all that type of stuff. You live in paycheck to paycheck. If you can barely pay for the necessities, you got to cut somewhere. And it's usually going to be on the wants. I mean, that's how it makes sense. But usually people, they cut back on their their needs so they can pay for their wants. This year, under half, 47% of individuals living paycheck to paycheck expect to maintain their holiday spending as last year's levels. My goodness. Despite financial stress, 30% will increase their holiday spending. Oh, my God. 18% will spend less. Okay. If you decline to disclose. <laughs> they didn't want to say how much they're going to spend on, on the holiday. 30% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. Okay. Spending more. All right. Paying off debt while living paycheck to paycheck. Good God. As noted above, the expected timeline for paying off debts incurred in 2003 isn't immediate. More than half of respondents living paycheck to paycheck, 51% will need several months or years to pay off their bills. And 31% will need at least a full year. Is student loans included in that? Anticipated timeline for settling 2023 debt balances. Less than three months, six percent. Fifty percent is three months to a year. Then thirty percent is one year or more. Look, if you can get out of your debt, if half the people say they can get out of their debt in less than a year, lock in and knock that out. If you have debt to pay down, there are several credit card payoff strategies that can help. Of these credit cards, consolidation wouldn't recommend. Just just pay off your debt. Do the snowball method: smallest balance, the largest balance. As far as what you owe with all your debts, make the minimum payments on everything. They put everything extra, cut out your lifestyle, and pay it off. Here's the thing where I get confused. If you want to pay off debt, let's say you want to pay off debt. No other financial strategy. Where are you at? Nah, y'all lucky my my uh, Total Money Maker book by Dave Ramsey is behind some other books. I got to redo my books because he's supposed to just be right there. If you want to pay off your debt, Dave Ramsey method is the way to go. Now, if you want to do other stuff, you can argue about other, other people, other strategies, but the pay off the debt person is Dave Ramsey in the conversation. I don't even know why people debate this stuff. Shout out to people who knock Dave because it's good for the algorithm. Choosing one of the best balance, okay, balance transfers. We talked okay, talking about that. Don't do a balance transfer. Don't do, don't do any of these things. Just make your minimum payments and aggressively put everything towards your smallest balance so you can aggressively pay that off as fast as possible. And then roll that minimum payment over and whatever extra you're putting towards it onto the next debt and continuously do that. It snowballs, bills, rolls on top of itself and goes towards your other debt. Some people prefer the avalanche method because it saves you the most interest. And that's where you do highest interest rate to lowest interest rate. But the issue with that is momentum. The snowball gives you more momentum than the avalanche method. And on top of that, you have a high percentage chance of paying off your debt by doing the snowball versus the avalanche. Um, and not to mention when you look at anecdotal but each individual's payoff timeline versus avalanche versus a snowball you're not really saving that much money because let's not talk about the interest let's talk about like when you're actually going to pay off the debt relative to obviously everybody's total debt and how fast they can pay it off the timeline is not that much different and mo most but most as well most people's snowball and avalanche follow the same most people's lowest balance is on credit cards and most people's highest interest rate is on credit cards and then usually car loans depending on what it is are lower than and have a higher interest rate than your student loans. And your student loans are usually going to be last. You're just going to have, depending on what you got when you got it, but the lower interest rate and the highest balance. So a lot of times the snowball and the avalanche method are actually going to be in the same order. 
for most people. Not like people, some people do, but some like people have 10 different debt payments they're making. People got a couple credit cards, as maybe a student loan, then a car loan. They usually shake out in the same order either way. So that's the other thing too, when people argue these two, like give me a real example instead of just saying a math equation as if people don't, well, America, a lot of people don't know math. Anyways, how good is my math on this, on the, on the podcast? Okay, paying down debt is a fantastic first step towards giving yourself financial breathing room. That alone won't help most people stop living paycheck to paycheck. I don't believe that. You do need to increase your income, but it will def- definitely help you. Survey respondents are taking several approaches to addressing their situation with reducing expenses being the most common. Yep, but that is one of your expenses and making a budget. Yeah, and expanding your emergency fund. So, okay, baby steps one, two, and three. Get on a budget, pay off your debt, build an emergency fund. Three to six months of expenses. Obviously, you need to increase your income. If you're living paycheck to paycheck in most cases, interesting, unless you're make, just people making over 200K, but you still probably need to in that situation as well. Interestingly, drastic measures are considered as well. Nearly 35% of respondents would move to more affordable state. A lot of people did that in the panorama. Okay, how do you avoid living paycheck to paycheck strategy? 53% are going to reduce expenses. 46% are going to do a budget. 100% need to make a budget. Build an emergency fund, 39%. Boost income, 38%. Here goes my phone for all these damn alerts. There we go, another one. Um, Sorry, y'all. Boost income is 38%. Move to a more affordable state or country is 34%. And then sell household goods or services is 23 Or as services, household goods or assets. Sell your household services. Sell your household goods or assets is 23%. Realistically, some may consider all of these tactics. Okay, yes, you need to probably like you need to assess everything, right? To to get out of debt, increase your income, you know, build your um your cash flow, your margin on a monthly basis. Okay, this is a crucial task, especially if your income is high enough, right? To support a secure lifestyle. Yeah, you gotta get on the budget. Tracking your spending in conjunction with the newly made budget can make it obvious if there's excessive right spending in any category. Exactly. Necessities, debt payments, investments, lifestyle. That's why I got these four major categories. Most people are not living paycheck to paycheck when they just pay for their necessities and their debt payments. When you add in investing, again, Dave Ramsey method, stop that investment, you're paying off your debt and building your emergency fund. And then obviously your lifestyle, that's where a lot of people are actually living paycheck to paycheck. So in short, you're spending all your money, which is why you're living, which is the definition of living paycheck to paycheck. But you don't have to spend all your money because when we add in the lifestyle, you're good to go. And also too, if you're investing, you should be investing. But if you're at the point where you live in paycheck to paycheck and you're investing, you really have to sit down and see if it makes sense to continue to invest while you have that, while you're living paycheck to paycheck. Because in short, if you never actually give yourself that breathing room, that margin in your budget on a month to month yearly basis, as far as living paycheck to paycheck and getting out of that, a lot of people end up doing what? They end up pulling out of their investments. Most people are investing into their 401k or their retirement plan at work. Let's just call it. It's not like people have retirement, um, excuse me, taxable brokerage accounts out here. Most people are putting money into their 401k, 403b, whatever it is, taking their match, et cetera, et cetera, yada, yada. But if people continue with paycheck to paycheck or they're not able to save enough money for house down payment, all these different type of things, they end up pulling out of their retirement. And then you put yourself in a tax situation, possibly. And you don't want to do that. All right. Um, keep an eye out. Yeah. Unreasonable discretionary purchases. That leave you overextended. Obviously, don't spend more money than you make, even though most people are saying they, they, their income isn't more than their expenses. Set goals, right? Yearly goals, one-year plan, five-year, three-year, whatever you want to do. Meet with a financial professional. Shout out to Sideline School Corey. I'm not a financial professional, but you can reach out to me. Information is in the description. Okay. Yeah, spending at sensible levels. Not even spending at sensible levels. Just don't spend more than you make. Okay, the final trick to getting away from living paycheck to paycheck is to continue with the discipline budget even after you pay. Yes, you, all, you have to do a budget every month. My wife and I just did a budget yesterday. You have to do the budget every month. 
Once that is paid off, direct the money you want to use toward monthly payments to your savings account. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Credit cards for bad credit. Don't. It's going to be an ad. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> yeah. We're going to skip over that. Bottom line. The cost of living and a disconnect between income and expenses are causing many Americans to live paycheck to paycheck without money left over to cover unexpected costs or be set aside for saving. There are a number of ways to slowly improve your situation and work towards financial stability. Here we go. Methodology. I told you, look, they only surveyed about 3000 people. The online survey of the general population of Americans was committed, commissioned, excuse me, by Forbes advisor. Conducted by market research company, one poll in accordance with the market research society's code of conduct data was collected from October 2020, October 24 to October 26, 2023. The margin of error. Okay. 1.8, 95% confidence. Survey was overseen. Okay. By one poll team. Got it. All right. Cool. That it. All right. That's it. Y'all locked and loaded. End of the episode. Again, survey. How many Americans are living paycheck to paycheck by Becky Pokera? And this is edited by Gerard Morales. My bad, Gerard, for not including in the beginning. Look, most people are struggling financially. That is the biggest issue. Then on top, I told y'all that was going to be the biggest issue, but I did not think that we were going to see in that survey that barely 5% of people were saying that debt is their actual issue. And then on top of that, they're using buying, they don't believe that their lifestyle is causing an issue, but yet they're using their credit cards and their buy now, pay later to fund their lifestyle. There's a lot of disconnect on how to just let's just talk about stability from a financial standpoint. Like just, just getting to a point where you're not living paycheck to paycheck. Let's call it that because not living paycheck to paycheck is very easy to see. My recommendation is usually, I mean, the higher the number, the better. But once you're at 20 percent, OK, cool. We're not living paycheck to paycheck. If after you pay for your necessity, your debt payments and you're investing, you got 20 percent left over. Then you're in a good position. A lot of people are in a situation where. They hit that mark, but then they, with their lifestyle, they're spending more money than they make, as we saw in this survey. Thus, they're in the red or living paycheck to paycheck or feeling like they don't have any margin. But it's like you're spending so much money on your lifestyle. Then when we talk about what you're spending your excess money on, your discretionary money on, it's on things that you don't actually, you know, remember, right? You're just out here spending money. So my wife, like, look. Why are we just spending money instead of just cooking? Because I already spent money for the groceries or we already spent money for the groceries and we just go out to Chick-fil-A. It's like, but when we do that, that doesn't really do anything for us. Like we just didn't feel like cooking, we're tired, whatever it is. Now we spent that money on Chick-fil-A, but instead let's stop doing that and spend that money more on things that we'll remember as far as our discretionary spending. And that's the other step that people need to get to. When you spend your money from a lifestyle lifestyle standpoint, make sure it's on things that you want. A lot of you going out to eat, going to the bar, the club, whatever it is, with people you don't like. Shout out to the women out there because you know how women be with their friends. But it's like, you don't even enjoy what you're doing, yet you're spending money on it. It's different if it's a need. Your needs are what they are. Your debts, if you got debts, your debt is what it is. When it comes to your lifestyle, your discretionary spending or your wants, and you do not have to spend that money Stop spending your money on things that you don't want to do. If you don't like your friend's kids or you don't like your friend and you don't like your friend's kids, don't be giving them no money for the kid's birthday. It's okay if you don't like them. Tell them you don't like them so you can move on with your life and spend that money either on things that you enjoy or spend that money on yourself as far as investing in yourself so you can go and make more money. So you can spend and have more money on the things and for the things that you want to do. That That's the part where, you know, People people just lose me on 
And shout out to the fact that people don't under, understand how debt is screwing them financially. People don't understand how debt is screwing them and they're not on a on a budget. And nobody has any money saved. They said $2,000 with emergency savings. And that's, I mean, it was for a monthly basis. But that that is just crazy. 5.8% believe that debt is the reason they're living paycheck to paycheck. It's like, what? Yes, and cool. You know, high monthly bills and inflation, that is what it is. But if you don't think that debt is your main reason that you're struggling financially, then why did y'all bitch and complain so much about these damn student loans? <laughs> this, this is why, where I'd be lost. And obviously the survey was just about living paycheck to paycheck, but I would love to see different data points. Well, how many people of these people that were surveyed, how much student loan debt do you have, right? How long have you been making payments on it, right? Is it forbearance? All these different type of things. So we can link these data points better. And that's what I'm going to do the different other surveys about living paycheck to paycheck again to high earners and things like that. So we can see, we saw the high earners. So for those of you trying to make more money, which is one of the things you need to do if you're living paycheck to paycheck, be careful because that lifestyle creep, that lifestyle inflation is going to come and bite you right in the butt. Because if you have no budgeting, right? So people have high monthly bills, right? And lack of budgeting are the top two things. Low income is third, but high monthly bills and lack of budgeting and financial planning were the top two things, 49% and 46% respectively. If you are not on a budget and you don't know how to make sure you don't have lifestyle creep, lifestyle inflation impact you, when you increase your income, it will rear its ugly head, right? And then so 31% said increase in the cost of living. But sometimes it's not just an increase of the cost of living as far as inflation that we quote unquote can't control. You increase your cost of living. That That's the part that people won't talk about. All right. That's it, y'all. Locked and loaded. End of the episode. Make sure y'all comment, like, share, subscribe. Let me know what you thought about the video. Shout out to the trolls who's watching this. If you made it this way, leave your comments. I'm going to respond to you. I know. I think I'm going to start putting like, you know, dash Corey. So I know that I'm the one responding to you. So Jordan don't get no flack. But go ahead, trolls. Leave your comments. People who actually, you know, I'm not saying you have positive comments, but you're not trolls. You actually have constructive feedback. Go ahead and leave it as well. Again, share. So you can help somebody out here who's living paycheck to paycheck and they actually figure out how to make some progress with their life. All right. Again, my information, as well as my co-host information, Jordan, will be found in the description and one day will be a pinned comment. All right. Again, like I said, the next couple episodes, well, probably just the next episode, I'm going to get through some more articles. Those articles are shorter about, let me see, because I got them up, high earners. Yeah, we got, yeah, we got two more articles on high earners on that. Then we're going to talk about, well, I, I tease it, but. The bank of mom and dad. I know we talked about parents using their children like as their retirement plan, but now we're gonna get about getting to how children are using their parents because they're struggling financially. But that's gonna be probably I don't know if it's on that would be that'll probably be only at least in two episodes. But that's it, y'all. Locked and loaded. Remember to save more and say less. Keep making better your best. And I'll catch y'all in the next one.